Hi. Hey. Welcome to the worst day of my life. Hello. Uh, my name is Cherish. I'm Laura. Thanks for being here. Appreciate you. So we were talking about your dinner party experience and you said something about Benadryl and I thought it would be fun to talk about that and also bad mushroom trips and or funny mushroom trips mm -hmm. because I have a really good story and I feel like this should just be something we should revisit because I I feel like everybody has like bad and or funny mushroom trip stories mm -hmm. you know yeah I told mine um uh, the very very like first thing on episode one yeah I told my mushroom story season one episode one so if you want to hear mine it's fucking awful but it involves like throwing up all over myself on a city bus yeah uh, crowded <laughs> city bus and then my ex-boyfriend who had just broken up with me being called to pick me up while I was covered in vomit in the middle of the city it sucked it sucked it's a bad day worst day of my life absolutely so um if you haven't heard my bad mushroom trip that's where that's where my bad one is is season one episode one number one uno. let's hear yours so the first time i ever did mushrooms i was with i was i was living with my boyfriend i was 15 or 16 and uh I was living with my boyfriend at the time at his parents' house because my living situation, whatever. Because your mom's I, a bitch. My mom's a bitch and she sucks and I had to leave. And so it was just always something. Anyways, so my boyfriend and I ate these mushrooms and we turned on some music. I think we were listening to Boredoms, um, which is like fucking, like it's weird Japanese like noise. It's good. Anyways, it doesn't matter. We're listening to that and hanging out because this guy was like a huge music nerd, which was my, that's kind of my type, you know? Turn like, on. I thought it was so cool that he had all of his music labeled by genre. On did he music. have like, did he have like vinyls? No. Did he have like yeah, a, a well, record player? Oh my God, yeah, it's so hot. I'm, I'm my own boyfriend now. Mm -hmm. Um. So we ate these mushrooms and I started like coming up for sure, you know, and I'm like feeling this build and I'm like, something bad is going to happen. Something bad is going to happen. And he was like, no, it's not. And it, there's just like this huge swell and then boosh, all the lights go out. Oh, and the music. What? <laughs> like in my body, I'm like something, oh. bad, something bad. And then boosh, all the lights go out. The power's out. The fucking power goes out. And, um, I panicked and I was like, it's okay. It's fine. This is going to be fine. Like I, it's okay. It wasn't okay because then with all the lights out and like his parents are asleep, right? With all the lights out, I start having auditory hallucinations, which like, I don't like that. All right. I don't like that. And I can hear like water dripping and I feel like I'm in a cave, right? And so I go from like, I'm just in this cozy little fort that I made with my boyfriend in his parents' garage <laughs> to I'm in hell. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It happens quick, man. Dude, so quick. And like, you know, so now I could like turn it around and be like, no, you're not. Like, you're totally fine. Let's like ground yourself a little bit. This is the first time I'd ever done mushrooms. So it was just kind of like, what do well, I You're do? young. No. no. You have no idea how to help yourself. It's just you're when you go down that road, it just gets scarier and scarier and darker and darker. It sucks, man. And so I'm like convinced I'm in a cave in hell and I'm oh hearing God. like all these echoing, you know, like the echoey noises and like dripping and and then it happens. I'm convinced that I'm insane and I'm never gonna come out of it. And I'm like, what if I'm not even here right now? What if I'm actually like in a psych ward mm -hmm. and I'm just like, and I, I'm like, Ty, we need to wake up your parents right now. And he was like, no, <laughs> we need to wake them up. We need to wake them up now. Now this is an emergency. He's like, uh -huh. no, 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 we're not getting my mom. And I'm like, I got to go to the bathroom. And he's like, don't look in the mirror. Uh, first thing that I did. What was yep. the first thing that I did? And I'm like, yep. ugh. <laughs> 
I did that with vomit all over myself <laughs> in the Chipotle bathroom right as it was hitting me so hard. It was a nightmare. Oh, oh my it God. sucked, it's man. Oh, bad idea. And I like. Don't look in the mirror. I'm in there for a long time. And, um, you know, I come back out and I'm like, I still think we should grab your mom. And he's like, dude, no, like we're not waking my mom up. And his mom was like a very innocent woman. Like during my time living there, I had a conversation with her high on acid and she had no idea. Like there was no, Cute. so funny. Anyways. Um, it's like, Oh, I, uh-huh. I know. yeah. The walls are melting. Totally. Would you, yeah. Would you like some Kool-Aid? <laughs> what a gift to be that unaware. Anyway, so I ended up like coming out of it and that was fine. And I clearly hadn't learned my lesson because like two days later, a whole bunch of us got together and we ate mushrooms at my another friend's house, which like, I have no idea where any of these people are now. I don't think I talked to any of them. So weird, but I ate mushrooms and then, you know, smoked some weed and was like waiting for it to kick in. And, um, we went to walk through the woods to go to a playground and um, I was fully convinced that Predator was <gasps> chasing us. Oh no! And I remember, oh. I also remember walking, we were like in the upstairs, like part of this person's parents' house, which like, where were these people? Like, where were their parents? Where were they? Super weird. Anyways, Drinking. I walked down the stairs and there was a crowd of people in the living room for sure. <gasps> like there wasn't, but there was. And I was like, oh. I went back up and was like, <gasps> guys, I don't think we can leave. And they were like, why? Uh, <laughs> like, there's too many people. <laughs> and what I want to know, okay, so like, here's, here's my thing with all of this is like, I feel like in every one of these instances, like, maybe it was that I was always the one that was like, I can do more, like, or I can do as much as you, like, it's fine, I'll be fine. That's yep. probably it. It was always me that was like, there's something wrong, like something is wrong. Or like, I was experiencing something that like, the other people clearly weren't like predator or being in hell. Um, We did that time at my boyfriend's parents house, though. And we talked about this afterwards. I'm not on speaking terms with this person. He's like a DJ now. That's embarrassing for me and him. But (laughs) I am I remember speaking to him telepathically and I was like fully convinced and he knew what we were talking about. So I don't know, like maybe we were just whispering or like, <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts about like how mushrooms work because like uh-huh. it's not, it doesn't make sense sometimes. Uh huh. No? Yeah. You just need, you need a, you need a, a babysitter. Yeah. I feel like that's, exactly. it's super important. Except now, now it's so easy to take video. I wouldn't even want babysitter. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been in a situation where I've been like, no, you stay sober. It's oh my I- god. Having Patrick when my acid trip went scary was oh, like Oh yeah. Oh my god. Like just the most comforting. I bet. Like, oh yes, it was amazing. He like whispered to me, he's like, just relax. <laughs> Imagine yourself like in a meadow and the sun is <laughs> the breeze is blowing it was so nice i needed it i needed yeah. it i really needed it at that moment and he well, scary it was a long time there i mean an acid too so like mushrooms i feel like i can really like navigate my way out of a bad trip but acid is something where i it's just like a i can do it but it takes a lot of work and like it's hard because it's like squirrely you know mm-hmm. i mean to be fair any of that stuff whatever i can't say that <laughs> but i think back to that little baby laura like uh-huh. i did so so many psychedelics like on the road when i was traveling and like like in golden gate park i was like high on acid for three days so the first time that i did mushrooms was fairly perfect it was mostly perfect. It was me, like two of my best friends, and then a bunch of other just acquaintances that I knew fairly well that yeah. uh, I was super comfortable with. And we, a bunch of them were from Mercer Island. Okay. So one of these Mercer Island kids had their parents' house for the 
week or something. They were, you know, we were like 20. So we all go out there. We mob out to this fancy ass house in Mercer Island. It's all just like fucking rich people. And we take a bunch of mushrooms. And then as a group, there's probably 12 of us. Yeah. As a group, we all walk to Luther Burbank Park, which is right on the edge of Mercer Island. It's like on the water and you can see Bellevue and Seattle from there. So it's just like a lot of scenery. Yeah. So on the way, I start tripping and it's just like beautiful. I mean, it's like the, remember there's tons of dead leaves on the ground and every footstep that people were taking the leaves were like floating up and just kind of the edges were just like sparkle like glowing just like a little bit like it was just like oh cool you know and so then I just kept like kicking leaves up and stuff we did not see another soul except the people in our group all night long yeah and I mean it was perfect like nothing uncomfortable just like shot up out of nowhere right but we were all on our own journey I mean, right. really, you know? Yeah. But I remember sitting on the edge of that park and I looked behind me and it was like all of these bare trees, super dark contrasted against the like really blue sky behind it. And it was just yeah. like beautiful. And it looked like a painting to me. Yeah. Like looking weird. And then I, looking back at the water, all the clouds in the sky looked like, like time-lapse photography where they're just like, right, like flowing super fast and just like moving and changing and looking at the city. I thought that the buildings were like fucking robots, like for real. And the cranes and stuff that I saw in Bellevue and Seattle and stuff, I thought they were robots and they started like walking into the water, like towards us. And I was like... Oh, is anyone else like uncomfortable about this? <laughs> and everyone else is just like, oh, we've got like we got skin and like our there's blood in our veins. Like, dude, we all have parents. Isn't that weird? Everybody's like, whoa. And you're like, hey, but the robots, did anybody uh-huh. see them? You guys, they're but, uh, fucking okay. robots. Is anyone concerned about this? No, but I didn't, I didn't. I didn't get too upset. I tried. I what I did actually is I called the editor of this podcast, my favorite ex husband <laughs> and my favorite ex boyfriend, Dave. <laughs> I called him on my cell phone, which was just a flip open cell phone, right? On speaker. And I don't know what time it was. Dave might know, but it was he was in bed asleep. It was yeah. nighttime. And I called him high on mushrooms for the very first time and I was holding the phone in the palms of my hands, like looking down at it. And I had it on speaker and then everyone eventually circled around my hands and everyone that was with me, all these like 12 people that are all high as fuck on mushrooms are like surrounding this phone, listening to Dave talk (laughs) out of the phone (laughs) And Dave is sober, (laughs) completely sober, laying in bed, just woken up by a whole bunch of high people. Like, I would be irritated by that. No shit. Not Dave. Not Dave. (laughs) Dave You know what Dave did? Dave was like, hey, do you guys ever, do you guys ever think that maybe we're all just like hairs in one (laughs) giant mustache? Somebody next to me like said like answered him to that and he goes, Who's that? And I was like, Oh, that's uh that's Caroline. And he goes, Oh hi Caroline, I'm Dave. <laughs> he he went by David back then. Hi Caroline, I'm David. I'd shake your hand, but I'm just a phone. Maybe <laughs> we were all like, oh, whoa. <laughs> This phone is like telling us stories. Like he went, he really, he totally played into it and made it super 
fun and hilarious. And he didn't even know any of these people that I was with. He just did a great job. Good job, Dave. Good job. That's... But <laughs> sorry, go ahead. No, that's just an ideal like conversation to have. That's right. good. Good job. Good you job. guys, if you're high on drugs and you're freaked out, call Dave. Call Dave. <laughs> I need Dave up. Just call Dave. <laughs> Or Patrick. Patrick will help you, but but Patrick might kind of might mess with you if he if he doesn't know you very well. So just call Dave. Dave Dave won't mess with anybody. He nice guy. So then after that whole park thing, my friend who was driving us back to Seattle was like, "Oh, I'm good to drive now." Whatever. We're like, "Okay, cool," because I'm still like high as fuck. She's like, "No, let's go. Let's go." Okay, cool. So we get in her car and she's driving us back to Seattle. I don't know if I was tripping because a few other people in the car say the same thing, but I mean, they were also on drugs, Right. but she was going way fast. I mean, like 105 miles an hour on I-5. Yes. I remember being like, well, I'm going to die. Like this is going to die. Well, cool. That was a fun night. <laughs> Bye. And I remember she was mad. She was upset because the guy that she liked had been like there hitting on or talking to another girl. So when she was driving, she was just like, I don't, I don't know if she was sober yet or she was just pissed off or right. she, you know, who knows? It was a bad idea to get in a car with that person. Jesus. But I remember feeling like she was swerving all over the place and driving so fast. And I remember looking at her speedometer and being like, what the fuck? I've never seen a speedometer that go that high. That's so scary. And it was so late in the night slash like early in the morning. Yeah. That like, I feel like I was probably coming out of it by then. And I mean, we survived, but it was scary. But that the thing that you said about um, hearing voices. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about my marijuana-induced psychosis? What? No. Mm-hmm. It's a thing, and it happened to me. What's so scary? What? It was the scariest thing that's ever happened to me, I'm pretty sure, maybe in my life. So, um... I'm going to start this off by saying that uh, listeners of this show know my oldest child as Sophie. Um, But at home and with people that he is comfortable with and he uses he, him pronouns and goes by Rowan. So I'm going to be referring to him as Rowan, my son, my oldest son, who's uh, 13 right now. So he uh, told me I should share that with the podcast listeners. FYI. Good job, bro. wanted me too. So, um, and I want him to share it with everybody he can, but it's totally, it's in his own time. He's like scared to tell my parents about it. Thinking my parents are going to treat him. I told you that, right? No, but I mean. He thinks my parents are going to treat him different. And like, I don't blame him for thinking that. Right. But I'm also like, fuck it. You right. know, like you be you, baby. Well, it's just a hard thing to. I, I mean, that's I'm just not gonna hard. force anyone to do anything. Like, right? Do your shit in your own time. A little over a year ago, Rowan, my son, was in a bus accident, a school bus accident. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. his bus crashed. He went flying in the air and broke his leg. Uh, you can find that episode here in season one. I think it's like episode nine or 10, where he tells the story from his point of view. But anyway, so I think in that episode, I left the story off where like, I was just kind of explaining how scary it was from my point of view, getting that call and being so far away and having to pull over so many times on the way, seeing all these ambulances and fire trucks and shit go by and knowing that they're going to an accident that my kid is in and I can't get there faster. It was horrible. So anyway, I just like, I pulled over in this huge long line of traffic. I just, I just pulled over as soon as I could. And I just started running. Yeah. And when they got him into an ambulance, 
I got into the ambulance with him and then I had Dave get my car and meet us at the hospital. Right. We got to the hospital. They did an x-ray. He was in a ton of pain. It sucked. It was miserable. Like seeing my kids scared or in pain is like my, oh God, I hate it. I hate it so much. And watching him be scared and in pain at the same time was like, it was so hard. But I did like, you know, the mom thing, the like instinct thing, the like, whatever it is, adrenaline, I don't know. So they do the x-ray and they're like, okay, the break is through the growth plate, which is like, it's a very tricky repair. Like you have to be really good at it out here in the boonies like they have like very general orthopedic surgeons they don't have ones that specialize in children and like young adults and stuff so they're like we got to transfer him up to to coma and i was like okay and it was during covid times oh my god and they wouldn't so they wouldn't the second ambulance would not let me ride with him in there and he's a very anxious kid anyway Right. right and like that sucked. So I was like, I tried my best to just keep him calm. And I was like, it was a nice lady EMT that could just, you know, it's just like, I was like, he's already a very anxious kid. He's not just going to be like, cool, you know, calm. He doesn't remember that as being like a bad ride. So I think, but I think that second ambulance was able to give him some, you know, relief and medicine. So Dave and I followed in my car, we followed the ambulance and we get to the hospital in Tacoma and it's like you got to find a parking spot and you're on some level somewhere and then you got to get down all these uh take an elevator down take a crosswalk across go to the front desk there figure out where we're supposed to go get in another elevator get in a line and then check in in this door and then by the time we walk in the door they've got Rowan on a table and they're cutting his clothes off to assess all the damage and he's just like crying and shaking and like so traumatized obviously and there's a sweet sweet of course nurse who's like there right up by his face just saying I know sweetie I'm so I'm so sorry they just gotta look and see what's going on you know and they just gotta take you're doing such a good job you know she was she did such a good job but it was like we weren't there you know like I don't know how long we weren't there right but it was like for us, it felt like so fucking long. It felt like forever. Just standing in that line, I was like, mm-hmm. so anyway, I get there and I just like hold like hold his face. And I'm like, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, you know? And he's just like crying and he's scared and just like, it sucks. They s- splint him up or whatever, take more x-rays, put him in a room and start talking about him having surgery. They go give him surgery. Dave and I, it's like one o'clock in the morning when he starts surgery yeah then it's like 2 30 or something finally when um when he gets out of surgery i was still breastfeeding luckily i had a pump in my car because we didn't we just went straight from right right i was in town i went straight to the accident straight to tacoma and then surgery and i was so glad i had a pump in my car oh my god my boobs would have exploded well i was at a hospital i found out that they would have solved that for me but anyway um (laughs) And yeah, like 2.30 in the morning, he gets out of surgery. He lay down. Dave and, and Rowan go to sleep. I can't sleep, right. of course. Everything's just playing over and over again in my head. Everything that just happened, like this accident, the call, the text, the the fear, the like, you know, just like all the stuff. And the next day, physical therapy, all the stuff, all day long, he finally gets discharged. We load everything in the car. I still haven't slept at all. Drive home and get everybody like laid down ready for bed and i still can't sleep right i'm like trying patrick's like got me in like a quiet dark peaceful place white noise i mean everything like i can't i can't do it and i'm so tired and i feel crazy and he's like why don't you just go smoke some weed because it like shuts my brain off usually you know that's what i I'm like, oh, yeah, that's like, that sounds like a great idea. Because I wasn't doing it often then because I was breastfeeding. So it was like right. very, very few and far between. It was like when I cannot sleep. Always works for me. So I go and smoke some weed. And usually all that would happen is I just get tired. Mm-hmm. But I get 
really high, really, really high where I was like, is this laced with some, like, what's going on? I'm sitting in the bathroom and I start getting really nauseous and I like lean over the toilet. And as I'm sitting there, I like feel like I'm in a blackout. Jesus. And I like yelled for Patrick, but he didn't hear me that first time. And I was sitting there and I was like, these voices started in my head. And it was like, they started faintly and then went up in volume so like rapidly. And I cannot even fucking describe. It was like, it was, um, it was thousands of voices all speaking in like gibberish each one was like repeating the like the same oh dude like over and over and over and then like or like whatever you know just whatever total gibberish but like repetitive but so many voices at once and it wasn't like if you pay attention to one the rest get quieter like in real life they were all just like overwhelming my senses all at once. Like I could hear them all equally. And like, it was nuts. Like I've never felt anything like that. And I started like, like screaming for Patrick. Right. And he came in and was like trying to calm me down. I'm trying to like explain to him what's going on. Right. And it's like, it's so hard. I couldn't even think because it was so loud oh. and it was so overwhelming and I was just shaking and crying. Right. Right. I was so fucking scared. And I, I told him that I said, I've never been this scared in my whole life. This is the scariest thing. This is the most scared I've ever been. Like I'm, I'm, I'm so fucking scared. Right. Like that's all I could. Right. The only way I could explain it, just like terror. And then as my high, went away it slowly faded and like when i came out of it i was like holy shit i'm never smoking weed again that was so yeah. fucking scary no shit and i threw like my bong i threw that that weed away i was like something's wrong with that weed like what right. happened? like that was like that was not weed what was that i like started researching it and stuff i was super i was terrified to breastfeed scout I was yeah. so scared. I was like, what did I just do? Like, I can't, I don't want that. Ha what if something I just ingested did that to my brain? Right, right. And I'm going to do that to her by breastfeeding her. I was so freaked out doing all this research, trying to figure out what happened to me. And it is not that rare. That's so weird. And I have smoked weed since. I smoked weed often since. I still smoke weed, obviously. You guys know that. Right. But it was like the combination of like no sleep that like crazy trauma like whatever that thing did to my brain right i held it all together up until rowan was in bed like sleeping after his surgery yep. and i walked down the hall and i just like broke down in that in that hospital anyway i just like i just started bawling my eyes out <laughs> sitting in a hallway and i like looked up it was an empty room thank god but like i don't like saying thank god that bothered me last time thank the gourds <laughs> i could see into this hospital room in this children's hospital where there's just like this bassinet hospital setup you know, for babies. And I'm remembering all these babies that I've taken pictures of at like children's and stuff that are just like, that's their life. They're in the hospital all the time. And I'm like the pain that I'm feeling and how scared I am for my child right now, just because they broke their leg. I was like, there's people that have to go through that all the time, just not knowing what's going to happen the next day. And it's just like, I just totally just like broke down and this just heavy, just crying spell. Yeah. And then yeah. I thought that I had like gotten all of that out of my system then at the hospital, but like there was still some weird, dark things going on in my brain. I don't know. It was fucking scary. That's so bizarre. Like I, 
marijuana. I would also think that it was something like something else, you know, Mm -hmm. like that's like what happens to you when you're like withdrawing from meth. Mm -hmm. But like, that's insane. And I I don't, I don't, I have no idea what schizophrenia is like. I'm not going to assume that I do or anything like that, but just what I experienced there, what I told Patrick then was like, if it's anything like that, right. I would totally understand not wanting to keep living. Right. Right. It was that bad. I felt absolutely fucking insane. And like, I had no control over my thoughts and brain. God, that's it was so scary. Oh, it sucked. Jesus Christ. I've never had that happen. I'm gonna take a bong rip about it. Take it. (laughs) Yeah. Smoke some weed about it. Yeah. I've never, I think that the worst like weed experience I had was when we were hanging out. You and, and I? Yeah. It was when I came to visit for those worst. two weeks and I like, I smoked, I hadn't smoked Washington weed, you know, in like forever. And we were looking um. at Whoa Dude from Reddit <laughs> and I like, I can't remember the sequence of events. I love how our storytelling is like, I don't really know. It doesn't matter. But we went outside and I like hit a bong or my bong or your bong. Mermaid. Mermaid bong. Yeah. And um, you were like, all right, be careful. Because like this is, it's like strong and, you know, true to form. I was like, "Eh, whatever. And I remember sitting there and being like, do you see that? And you're like, what and I was like there's stars everywhere and I was like hallucinating because I was so fucking high and it was like the whole like the pattern all over everything I was just like I think I need to lay down Mm -hmm. like this is too much yeah I remember you not being uh into it no I was like she doesn't she doesn't like me Oh, no, that wasn't that. I think yeah. maybe that happens with me a lot. You know, if you've met me and you thought that I didn't like you, unless I told you that I didn't like you, uh, that's not the case. I will tell you I don't like that. you. But otherwise, it's just me being fucking weird. You know, there's all this, like, talk about, you and I have talked about this a lot, all this talk about, like, autism going around, which I think is a lot more prevalent than people realize. Um, mm-hmm. and I have my own, like, thoughts about why that is that I won't get into but you know I think a lot more people are fucking autistic than we realize and I think a lot of those like interactions that you have with people where you're like "Mm, that's fucking weird like now I'm just like it's autism (laughs) it's fine this is autism hey you can't believe everything on autism not everything but like when well you're you're talking you were talking about those like um auditory hallucinations that you were having Mm -hmm. and you can't like single one out that's how I am like when I'm in public like going mm-hmm. to a mall or something like that, it's all the same volume and it's a fucking nightmare. And it like, I will avoid that at all costs. And it's interesting because because of things like that, I avoid doing things that are just kind of like normal. Like I don't like going to the movie theaters. My very, my very best friend, love of my life, apple of my eye, Celeste, loves going to the movies. And I will go with her this weekend because number one I want a reason to dress up and that's my bitch and number two I love her infinitely and she loves going to the movie theaters but like it just is too what well you do things for other people when you love them oh care about yeah. them uh yeah oh. duh even things that you don't really feel like do that's cool. yeah. that's really sweet uh duh I do that too um, it just stresses me out it's too much it's too much but I think there's a lot of talk about it right now because our generation is kind of realizing that, like, I mean, for it's a spectrum, right? Like, right. spectrum it's- disorder. And the other thing that's being talked about a lot more often now is women with autism because mm-hmm. the criteria that we fit, it's not the same. And we are brought up to be emotional and empathetic and so like that part of autism like those stereotypes don't really fit because we have to you know like that's weird mm-hmm. to be that way and 
so it's like still there, but it comes out in like very different ways, you know, which is interesting because like, you know, I've worked with kids on the spectrum for a very long time and I've worked with a couple girls and those girls were very affectionate. They were super affectionate, but like definitely autistic, like absolutely no doubt about it, you know? But yeah, I think that there's like, you know, all of these disorders, quote unquote, that like they all kind of meld into the same thing, you know, where it's like, do I really need, I don't really need to know, you know, I don't really care, but the symptoms are all very similar, you know, Mm -hmm. like the, like autism stimming, you know, people with ADD stim, right. Listen to the same fucking song over and over and over again to get that like dopamine response. You know, I do that shit until I'm bored of it. Like can't anyways, Mm -hmm. like a whole different track, but I'm sitting over here tidying up my bedside table as I'm talking to you. I should. You want to see how gross this is? Yeah, show me. Oh, yeah, that's terrible, Cherish. You gotta char peanut butter. Always. I always have a jar of peanut butter right next to me in bed. And, the- <laughs> and in my car. And you know what's so what? funny? Yep. And I have a tattoo. Wait, I just had the best idea. Hold on. I'll be right back. I really wanted a snack and it the peanut butter, I only fuck with crunchy peanut butter, but mm-mm, mm-mm, I, like a, I like a good banana and some crunchy peanut butter. That's you better mute your mic. I'm not going to be able to listen to that shit. I'm going to freak out. <laughs> freak out. No, when I first when I first met Patrick, I saw that he had a jar of peanut butter in his Jeep, and I was like, hey, what's up? I also keep peanut butter in my car for emergencies. Always. I also eat it in the nighttime sometimes. Then, oh my gosh, I found out that my brother also always keeps a jar of peanut butter next to the bed and eats, has a spoon and eats out of it. And we didn't know that about each other. It's a coincidence. It's just a thing. Yeah, but, like, our mom doesn't do it. Our dad doesn't do it. Like, we didn't know each other did it, but my brother and I both always have peanut butter next to us. Like, if the peanut butter is missing, Patrick knows it's on my nightstand. That's where it is. I just, like, have a spoon, and Scout wakes up in the morning, and she walks over to it, and she goes, Nanam? Nanam? You fucking weirdo. <laughs> my bedside table... I'm not going to show it to you. It's terrible. To be fair, my bed right now is like raised up really high. So you have to like reach down. And so it's just a mess. Mm -hmm. It's just a mess. And I've been so busy because I started this new job, which is great. It's great. But like, it's a taxing one. Like this person just needs a lot of help organizing. And I use up all of that at work. And so I come home and I'm just like, yeah, that's the downside. I'm doing what I do is like, I do reach those points where I'm like, I actually did dishes 10 times today already. I'm not right. fucking doing them again. Or like, I've made three beds. I have tidied up three separate kitchens and like made sure that they're good to go. I'm not doing mine. I don't want it. I would be so lazy. Ring, ring. Hello? Cherish. You're not going to believe this. <gasps> What? You know how I normally struggle with the D? Yeah. Diarrhea. Oh yeah. Um, well, you're not you're not gonna believe this. Uh, today, I strangely had a very rare occurrence of something known as the C. Constipation. Oh no. <laughs> Have you ever heard about colon broom? Colon broom? No. It cleanses your colon and helps create regular bowel movements, improving digestion and your gut health. Holy mackerel. Does it help your weight goals become easy to reach? And is it keto and fasting friendly? Yes, it is. Whoa. And if you use promo code WORSTDAY10, you can get $10 off and free shipping. No way. Way. Whoa. You should probably get yourself some colon broom and fix that C problem you've got. 
I agree. Okay. Uh, thanks. Bye-bye. Holy shit, Cherish, where did you get that really cute strawberry pipe? I got it at shopcannastyle.com. What is that? It is this beautiful website where you can get the cutest pipes, bongs, smoking accessories ever. They've got things that look like cactuses. They've got pipes that look like cherries and flowers <gasps> and uh, berries and celestial themed things, stuff with mushrooms on it. It's all just really super adorable. Whoa. And if you use promo code, the worst day of my life, in all caps, you get 10% off. Go to shopcannastyle.com, use our promo code, and get yourself something cute. Yeah, or something cute for somebody you love. Let's do it. Uh, let's do it. <laughs> okay. okay, bye. Bye-bye. Ernie, what's outside? Sick kitty cats out there. He seriously <gasps> just looks like this all the time. What the fuck? Fucking pissed. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. And then this is my bedside table. Hey. It's funny I that you yell excuse me to your dogs. I yell excuse you to the dogs. <laughs> and they bark. Excuse you. I so many times have been on the phone with in like, oh, yeah. I have a mic. I have a microphone now. I just need to so you can. Does Laura sound better this episode, you guys? Sound better, or was my trip to Walmart uh, not worth it? Better fucking be worth it. I swear to God. Anyways, mm -hmm. there's been more time, more, lots of times. That one beer really got me. Where um, I'll be like on the phone with like customer service people, whatever, and I'll be talking to the dogs, and they think that I'm talking to them. Like, excuse mm -hmm. me, sir, you not? And they're like, uh, what? <laughs> sorry. sorry. So Benadryl, did you, you took Benadryl oh. instead on accident? Did you oh, take no, 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 no. This was not me. Okay. Oh. So I was at this girl party this weekend, right? Like, it's a girl, girl party. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was all ladies and it was awesome. It was all great, like, people that had those tarot readings. They did a uh, Reiki practitioner Reiki? was the Reiki. I always say it wrong. Is it, well, that hmm. Is I'll it Reiki? To, I'll, I don't know. I'll tell you about that after though, because that was another. That's that was weird. Sorry, another guys. thing. <laughs> I know. Just wait. <laughs> so I'm at this <laughs> at this girl party, and we're yeah. we're like all standing posing for a picture together, and the girl next to me gets stung by something and she's like oh god ouch fuck you know like that something stung me and she's like fuck that hurts like she keeps getting kind of upset about it and then maybe 10-15 minutes later I'm walking behind her and I notice that she has like what looks like another like bite on her back bug bite on her back and I was like man yeah. bugs are just like really attacking this chick today then I like go talk to some other people, whatever. And then I went into the kitchen to grab a drink and she's in there with a bunch of people around her and she's like covered in hives and is like turning bright red and like very uncomfortable. And I'm like, does anybody have Benadryl? Like she's having an allergic reaction. And they're like, right. we got tea tree oil. We put tea tree oil on it. Like, I'm gonna look in my car. So I like. <laughs> I go outside. There's 20 of us there, maybe 17. Yeah. Nobody has Benadryl somehow. I now have it in my car because yeah. I'm sorry. I don't care how much of a hippie you are. Like sometimes you have an allergic reaction and 100%. you need some fucking Benadryl, dude. Yeah. So I told them, I was like, I run down to my car. I go through everything. I swear I had Benadryl. I swear I did. I don't know where I moved it to. Can't find it anywhere. So I run back up to the house and I was like, I don't have Benadryl. Nobody else here has Benadryl. And she's like itching and itching and like looking, you know, and I was like, I'm going to go get her Benadryl from the store. And she's like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Like, that's so sweet. So right. I like, run down the road. I have no idea where I might get in Yelm somewhere. Right. So I like run down the road, like find a, a Rite Aid in my phone drive there as fast as I can, like run in, grab the Benadryl. And there's this huge line 
of like a few families and like a few crotchety old people. Yeah. And so I would have been like the fifth or sixth transaction in that line. Like it was nuts in one cashier. Yeah. So I ran up to the side of the line and I said, hey, I've got somebody that's having an allergic reaction that needs this right now. And I'm holding up this bottle of Benadryl. And I was like, do you guys care if I cut in line and just get this and go? Like, I really need to like get this, you know? And everyone in line's like, yeah, 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 of course. And the cashier goes, no. What? And I, my head snapped around to her and I said, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Just like that. And she looked at me and I was like, I was like, she's breaking out in hives. And, and, and she goes, Oh my God, I thought you were holding gum. <laughs> she was like, yeah, yeah, of course. Come on, come on. Yeah, of course. That is so, hilarious. I know. I was like, yeah, it's a gum emergency. I re- gum emer- really, it's an emergency. Huge rush. So I'm like, I cut in line. I buy this bottle and the cashier's like, hey, cut the, cut the bed drill in half when you give it to her and it'll, it'll absorb faster or whatever. Yeah. I was like, sweet, thanks. So I like, I run outside. And I like, I love the parking lot. And I'm like feeling like a hero. And I drive back to the place and I run up there. I'm like out of breath. And I'm like, I got Benadryl. And she's like, I'm going to try the Reiki session first. And then if that doesn't work, then I'll try the Benadryl. And I was like, okay. I was like, you know, it's here. <laughs> if you need it, that is your choice. She's like itching, scratching and, and like, Oh my God. She just looked so fucking miserable. I was like, uh, but she's breastfeeding. So that was what she was concerned about. So I was like, I looked it up over and over again. It was like, if you constantly take Benadryl, like to sleep or like for allergies, like constant allergies or something like that, then it can decrease your milk supply. Otherwise. Yeah. If you're breaking out in hives, it's totally safe. It's fine. Like probably not even gonna get to the baby at all. Anyway, not my choice to make. But I mean, I mean, like she was like swelling. Her hands were swelling up and turning red. I was like, do do your thing. So much to my snarky, sarcastic surprise, she came back from the Reiki session and she looked a lot better. What? Yeah. Like her, like she wasn't nearly as red all she still had hives but they were all down instead of raised and like turning like more flesh colored instead of bright red and we were all like oh my god you look so much better she's like yeah like i feel really good maybe 10 minutes later it came flaring back it just came roaring back then her concern which i totally understand was she needed to drive home and didn't want to get tired from taking Benadryl, which is what happens to me. Right. So I was like, here, just take these and keep them with you. And you take them whenever you feel necessary. And I was like, if you have trouble breathing, pull over and call 911. Like, don't, don't be like, Oh, I'm just going to make it home. I got to get home. Like, don't just pull over and call 911. She's like, okay, I will. But she's okay. I don't know if she ever took it, but it was interesting. That's hilarious. I've I mean, never screamed fuck so loud in my life. I can't imagine you acting like that in public. That like makes me no that's fucking hilarious. I know. I'm very quiet, polite, like just even the idea of asking someone if I can move in front of them is like right. horrid to me. I am a rule follower, but when someone else needs something, but then I got there and she didn't even need it. <laughs> like, she didn't even, awesome. I was like, cool. Yeah. You're like, yeah, take your fucking uh-huh. session. All right. Cool. Yeah. Right. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna lay down for a little while. You guys. Ranking <laughs> session. Okay. I have to go and get dog food. Oh, I had to do that earlier. I feel for you. I don't want to, honestly. Can't they just, like, go without for a couple days? I mean, if you feed them, like, rice and chicken and vegetables and... No, fuck that. That's more expensive these days. 
I gotta go. Ernest, you know I'm talking about you too. He sits at the end of the bed and like looks eavesdrops. Cool throws mm-hmm. like this. He's eavesdropping. Are you kidding me? Are you joking? Is this a joke? Get over here, you little shit. I come oh my God, I love him. Just listen. Ah. <laughs> He's not. Steve's like, what? That didn't even happen. I didn't even. You want my banana peel? Is this what you? No, peanut butter. Leave you. He wants a peanut butter. Anyways, I'm gonna go do that. Okay. Well, let's say goodbye, and then I have to just tell you one stupid purchase that I made, or I'll just text you about it. Um, what did you buy? I don't. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> so embarrassing. Uh. uh I bought a dash cam that will record our our road trip out the front where we can make a time-lapse video of it. That's fucking cool. But it also records on the inside too. And we can, so, and it has audio. So my idea was that every time I go on a road trip or, or anywhere and something pretty is happening, I'm so concerned about getting a video of it because I know I'm going to forget it because my brain sucks. Right. I don't really appreciate it really in the moment because I'm scared I'm going to lose it and like all this stuff. And I just, I worry too much about that. So the idea, I got this big ass fucking memory card and you can like, like if something hilarious happens that, you know, Booga does or whatever, we can like mark it and like send it to our phone and it'll just like be a video from like, the inside and like it'll be constantly recording which sounds creepy but also like that's sick i no, think I it'll be that. great okay that. that's fucking cool yeah i think it'll be cool because i've always wanted to like just have all of that footage from just the driving and like because yeah. especially like up to forks it's so cool and it'll be yeah. so cool to watch like the landscape changing as we great. go it's gonna be rad yeah no, I'm totally into that. Can you not do that anymore? Um, Thanks for joining us here on worst day of my life. Just remember that it could always be worse. And we'll see you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> uh, I... <laughs> I love you. Bye. Bye.